In just a few hours, Surrey's new city council is to vote on the future of policing in the city. On the agenda is a vote on a staff report outlining two options. Either keep the RCMP in its current contract or move forward with the transition to the Surrey Police Service. Now, if councillors vote to maintain the RCMP in Surrey, staff will present a plan to BC's Solicitor General Mike Farnworth on how the transitioning municipal force will be uh, dismantled. Now, earlier today, uh, Surrey Councillor uh, Linda Annis spoke to our Simi Sarah, and she says uh, that uh, she is urging BC Solicitor General Mike Farmer to call on the city to hold a public referendum that will allow residents to decide whether Surrey should be policed by the RCMP or a municipal police force. Take a listen. 72% of the residents of Surrey did not vote for Brenda Locke. So she does not have a clear mandate to be moving forward with uh, the reversal back to the RCMP. What I heard loud and clear when I was knocking on doors and talking to the residents of Surrey was, where are we at with this? Are we, are we too far down the road? Can we even go back? What would it cost to go back? How much have we spent today? None of those answers could I answer, nor could Brenda Locke. We need to get the facts on the table before we tr- start making a decision of this magnitude. Now, during the uh, municipal election in October, uh, Mayor Locke's key campaign promise was to scrap the transition to a municipal force, but that promise has been met with some resistance. Of course, uh, Doug McCallum also won by a very narrow margin, but he said his victory uh, was what was required for, the, at that point, the, the city of Surrey to move towards or transition towards a municipal police force. Ms. Locke, who has won by less than uh, 900 votes, says, look, she has a mandate to dismantle the SPS, because that is what she ran on. Now, SPS Union President Rick Stewart says more than 90% of Surrey Police Union members have signed a pledge basically stating if the Surrey Police Service ceases to exist, members have no intention to apply or join any RCMP uh, detachment. Uh, now, Ms. Locke has spoken, to, have, has spoken to reporters and on November 10th said she was disappointed with the SPS Union's tactics and that the public has spoken on keeping the RCMP in the city. Now, Council Linda Anna says the city needs to soon make a final decision on policing. Well, I think it's time that we engage more uh, in a much better way with the residents of Surrey. We have done a dismal job involving them with the decision-making process around this police transition, and it's been a hugely divisive topic. Nobody really knows how much it costs where we're going with it or why we're doing it. We need to get the facts on the table and let the residents decide once and for all uh, so that we can get on with business at City Hall. Joining me now to talk about what is transpiring in Surrey, it is probably Metro Vancouver's run, longest-running uh, soap opera, Richard Zussman, Global BC reporter based uh, at the legislature. Hello, Richard. It is a giant soap opera, Jazz. You are right about that. It has been for a while, and that, uh, I guess, is a new episode on tonight. It's on <laughs> tonight. It's, it's been running longer than almost days of our lives, I think. It really has. So walk me through this. They're going to vote today whether or not they're going to go ahead with SPS or uh, stop this transition and essentially stick with the RCMP. Now, if they were to vote against the SPS, so keep the Surrey RCMP, which to my understanding, is where they're headed, of course, is this what Brenda Locke ran on. What would the process be after that in regards to the provincial government? Yeah, so the big thing here, Jazz, is this transitional report. So when Mayor McCallum uh, made the decision that he was going to forge forward with his council to move away from 
uh, the Surrey RCMP to the Surrey Police Force, what needed to be proven was that the safety of the residents of Surrey would be upheld during a transition period and then post-transition. And that report was prepared in conjunction with the provincial government with an assessment done by Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth, and then the go-ahead was given. So no matter how City Surrey City Hall votes tonight, there still needs to be a transition report that is prepared by uh, the city, handed over to Mike Farnworth, working through his department, and then ultimately the province makes the decision about whether this is something that's feasible or not. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is going to be, first of all, what's the cost so far of transition? The budget's always was started at $19 million. Now it was $60 million plus. I think the numbers, as some have speculated, is close to $200 million. Uh, I guess at what point will the residents of Surrey say that enough is enough? If we're past the point of return, let's move forward. We, yeah. I mean, the city can't absorb uh, these growing costs at the end of the day. And, and that was one of the major issues during the election campaign was who is using the correct numbers. That uh, Brenda Locke was accused of using inflated numbers of how much the transition would cost and that by pausing it, it was financially prudent. Uh, Doug McCallum was saying it wasn't going to cost anything Somewhere the reality is in the middle. The other crucial piece aside from cost, Jazz, is staffing. And ultimately, uh, the province will need to make a determination if they believe that the Surrey RCMP can continue to staff at a level that ensures public safety. There was a release out today from the Surrey Police Board and the Surrey Police Service that says the numbers used in the report tonight the council is assessing were deflated, that it didn't truly represent how large the SPS was. The number that was disputed was the report says there's 154 deployed officers uh, out of um, the targeted strength of 734, so 21%. The union argues that it's actually closer to 43% or 315 police officers. These are the sort of numbers that the province will have to look at and say, okay, how many current Surrey RCMP officers are there? Are they going to continue on with their jobs? If they don't, how many more will we need to hire? Is this feasible to ensure the safety of the public? So money, yes, is one thing. And I don't know, Jazz, who ultimately can make that determination about a point of no return, because that is not what Minister Farnworth is assessing. He's not assessing the cost. But ultimately, if there is a cost, no debt will be passed on to the Surrey taxpayer, because the province is not interested in picking up the cost to pay for this political drama that's unfolded in Surrey. Yeah, and Norma Pinsky, uh, the chief constable of the Surrey Police Service, um, on this show said if you had to cut a check for all the police officers, including the executive team, you'd probably be about $60 million in severance. That's on top of whatever they already spent in regards to building up the, the organization. So somewhere along the way, the residents of Surrey uh, have to be looking at this. Now, Mike Farnworth, as much as this is a, a political conversation, it's an administrative conversation, yep. there is an overarching political lens to this, which is of the I think it's 12 seats in Surrey or 11, whatever it may be, the majority are NDP seats. He's got to make sure he doesn't want to rock the boat and at any point jeopardize those uh, provincial uh, seats uh, based on his decision. Yeah, and 
that's the challenge here is when you have a community that's divided on an issue, the province needs to try to find its footing where they're not going to isolate those that are supporting them at the provincial level. So he's clearly treading carefully here. The flip side of that, and, and you play the clips from Linda Annis, is this idea of a referendum. This does not seem to be int- something that is particularly interesting to the province. They don't believe that this is going to be an effective tool, considering we've now had consecutive Surrey elections where the predominant issue is policing. And in both cases, uh, the mayor that won has control of council. And the province has thought when McCallum won and now when Brenda Locke has won, that that is the voter speaking. We don't need a separate referendum on a very specific issue to move forward. If there was ever a referendum, though, Jazz, like clearly we need to find the footing in terms of exact numbers here. Like what is the cost? What is the staffing? Because right now, even based on what we're seeing before council today, these numbers are not accurate for the public to be able to get a full assessment of the situation. Well, we'll be watching uh, closely tonight uh, as these are the days of our lives as we watch <laughs> what transpires in Surrey, uh, Surrey City Hall. That's for sure. Richard, thanks for your time, my friend. My pleasure as always, Josh. Thanks for having me.